guys, this is Terry's Green Life podcast, and I'm interviewing Fellowship with Dylan and Devin. Hey, how's it going? Hello. Hey. Hello. Thank you for having us Thank today. You. We feel great about it. So, Fellowship, how long has that been a band? Fellowship has been a band since. Uh, <laughs> no, it's We're going to edit it. We're going to edit it. We're going to keep it in. Keep it in because it's kind of funny because a lot of people do that. But uh, uh, we've been a band since uh, 2018 with our current lineup of okay. five members. Five members. Um, before that, I mean, me and the drummer Spencer have been playing in bands together since like high school. So if you think about it, it's kind of been the same band since like 2012. Wow. <laughs> but, you know, with this, the name has changed to Fellowship, and, uh, all these members have been in the band since 2018. Well, since you guys are with Fellowship, do you guys have a Fellowship started for your band? Do you have like a cult going on? I would say we're anti-cult, and that's the meaning of the name. <laughs> anti-cult. But, yeah, maybe we could form an anti-cult cult. cult. <laughs> that's ironic. That's, yeah. what we, that's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys be in a band since 2018, how much practice do you guys put in, and how often do you practice? So, I mean, we, we used to practice every week. Once a week is usually what we can afford to do with our different schedules. Lately, it's been a little bit more challenging because within the last like year, year and a half or so, a couple of members moved further away. Yeah. One of one of the members is in college and up in Fairfax, so that's kind of a long hike for him. Um, Devin's brother Cameron is another member, and he's going to be moving back to Richmond soon, actually. But for now, he's like a little over an hour away. In Tappahannock, so and especially now with gas prices yeah. as high as they are, like it can just be hard for us to arrange for us to be consistently practicing. But hopefully, we'll we'll be hitting a stride again soon. Zoom practice only. Yeah, with that great audio latency, it would be so. It'll sound so good. Since you guys have been together for a little bit, um, what kind of venues were your favorite? Ooh, uh, favorite. I mean, we play the Canal Club a lot. Yeah. Um. And that one has been like consistently really good to us and like really fun to do. The most like fun venue we had was on tour recently. It was called yeah. Hex. It was like a house venue. Yeah. Um, it was really packed. Just a really fun show. A lot of cool people who lived at that house. So I would say like recently that was like the most fun show that we played and you know probably the best venue. Yeah. Fun fact. Wait. What was the name of that like that town in New Jersey? It was in New Jersey. Yeah. It wasn't in New Jersey, but I don't remember the town. I just remember, like, we got home from the tour, and I just was, like, watching some My Chemical Romance for some reason. And Gerard Way, it was, like, him in the, the Three Cheers era, and he was talking about they had just played house shows in that same, like, neighborhood that yeah. we were in. So it's like that community and house show music scene is, is still pretty vibrant there. Yeah. And it was like, wow, I feel cool to, like, have passed through there and, and done a show in that little world that has been like thriving for that long and has like a legendary band like that, that, that came through. And I thought that was cool. Yeah, definitely. That was one of my favorite places to play too. It was sick. Like <laughs> we finished playing for like the last band of the yeah. night. And so we're on tour. So we slept there. I just remember I slept in the exact same place I was standing when I played the set. Oh my God. Just like went to bed there. It was great. Like I wouldn't trade it for a thing. Sometimes you got to rough it. And if yeah. you're with the right people, it's, it's fun. It's a, it's a good memory, you know? That's right. If you had advice to give to anyone else going on tour, would that be something you include in the advice you would give them? Uh, like just like have fun, or or are yeah. you talking about places to stay? No, just in general, when you guys go out in your shows, like, is there any advice to other people that are trying to do the same thing? Well, I mean, like, we've only been in one tour, so I don't know, like, how 
typical like our advice would yeah. be yeah we're still learning i mean yeah we we're yeah we're still kind of learning yeah. uh, like everybody else is yeah. in, our, in our position i mean i guess from what we learned uh the most yeah i mean like having like a nice place to sleep will uh really impact how you feel mm-hmm. about the whole tour and i felt like pretty lucky that most mostly yeah. you know we were we were doing pretty good you know it's okay to go to a hotel if you're just not feeling sleeping on the floor <laughs> It is what it is. We did have to do that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we had to do that one night because um, in New York we played a show in 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 Troy, New York. It was so cold, and it was, it was like 13 degrees. That house show was pretty lit too. But the thing was, he didn't actually have heat, and I think they offered for us to stay there, but we were like. We would have gotten hypothermia if we had slept there. Yeah, so we decided to just kind of do half of our drive back down south, and we grabbed a hotel overnight. And Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people kind of, like, expect bands to kind of, like, rough it. Yeah. But I, I think that's kind of, like, in, in this day and age, kind of, like, a bad expectation. I mean, I just feel like bands should, you know, they're people, too. Their yeah. mental health deserves, you know, to be good. So. And physical health. Exactly. Yes. So, you know, if you need to sleep in a hotel, it's all good. Yeah. yeah. It was worth it. I mean, same thing with anything, anyone with a business. Like, people expect you guys to be broke and, like, struggling, but then there's... We're definitely broke. Are, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most, you know, most mans are, but also small businesses, other artists. Like, right now, this is a sucky time, especially with the recession. And, like... Like, how does that impact your... Uh, F the government. Yeah, the government. Okay. Overthrow um, How does... How would, you know, the recession, like, make you guys struggle a little bit more with being a band? Um... I mean, like, personally, I don't know. I don't really know if it's like impacted us yeah. as a band. It might have. It might like impact like our personal finances. Yeah. But like, usually we're able to get together still and and pay for what we need to. So like, I don't feel like it's like impacted like. Um, like I, I don't feel like I, we're probably just as broke as we were before. Yeah. <laughs> the pandemic, <laughs> like, I, like we've, you know, like kind of where we are in our career right now, we're still like pretty just try, trying to make a name for ourselves and yeah. trying to get more attention. So I don't yeah. really expect, you know, any like windfall of financial success. No. And that's not really the case for most like young bands just starting out. So, you know, um, I mean like personally, yeah, I mean it's, it does, it's kind of sucks to be able to like, you know, pay rent and, you know, make, be able to pay bills a lot of times so that. I feel like that's just more than being in a band. That's, that's most people right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Most people are struggling and like that's why it's important to start like a community and get people together and start a better That's why it's yeah. important to read Karl Marx and uh <laughs> <laughs> join a labor union. <laughs> you mean like your cult? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> As we oh were my god to before. right so with you guys being so close um when you guys do the writing and all that is that a main like one person doing that or is that everyone's job yeah this guy right here is written most of the songs okay. um followship is kind of devin's brainchild and so that so the record we put out last year all of those songs were written by devin and except for the intro which was written by oh, ben right. our the guitar player yeah, and we all contribute little parts here and there, yeah. but I mean, Devin writes complete songs from start to finish, um, guitar, vocals, lyrics, drums, um, bass most of the time. Um, we have some new stuff. Uh, the last single we put out, um, instrumentally, I wrote that one, um, and then there's another song. 
an upcoming. What's the name of the new single, Dylan? The new, well, it's not really new anymore. I guess it's still new. Swan song. <laughs> Swan song. Yeah. Um, you gotta say I, that you gotta. You gotta you know. Yeah. Hawk the product. Yeah. Uh, we're still promoting Swan song. <laughs> no, we'll promote everything that we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I yeah, like Dylan said, I pretty much most of the music I I have written by myself. Yeah. Um, but I get pretty much like every member adds their own kind of like personality to the parts mm-hmm. I've written. So very rarely do I just have them play exactly what I wrote. It's kind of like I write the outline of the songs and then have them kind of, you know, f- fill in the details. Um, but yeah, like the most recent music that we've written, we have a little bit more input uh, from everybody else. Yeah. Like some new songs coming out have been written by uh, Ben again. And it'll probably be like that in the future. Yeah. Keep. We're going to keep if we continue to write. Maybe we'll just become a cover band. Um, so since you guys, I mean, again, you guys been together since 2018. Um, I guess you had a reaction video. Um, who was the reaction video with? Yeah. Um, Rudy Ayub. So he has this series for people who aren't familiar with him. He's a YouTuber, a a musician's YouTuber specifically. And he's mostly like ironic comedy Mm -hmm. and, and sort of surreal odd sketches and but one of the series that he does is he has like people pay to you know react to their song but he intentionally is roasting them sometimes it's like a bunch of songs that he genuinely genuinely likes and he doesn't talk a bunch of shit but uh he clearly found some little things at least to pick up apart on our song and that was really funny like uh because he picked apart a couple of things but then uh when we were checking it out in the comments, a lot of people, most of the responses were responding to our song, and it was all positive. So we had definitely some new people um, check us out as a result of that. So yeah, and special thanks to Cameron because that was his idea to uh, to send that to Rudy. Rudy uh, makes you know it's like comedy videos, and like we knew that going into it that yeah. we, we would mm-hmm. we would get roasted. It was just funny seeing uh, everyone's reaction on our Instagram. They were like really upset that he was like. Di- they you know, came out us. They came yeah. to our defense. You know, those are cold right there. Yeah, <laughs> the cold. Those are cold. Uh, they came to our defense pretty hard. Yeah, but you know, it's all good. Um, I thought it was like a pretty funny video. Yeah, I think it, I think it works for our sense of humor because right. we don't take ourselves too seriously. Yeah, I think as far as the discipline with like creating and performing music, like we kind of have to take that seriously. But right. um, I don't know. In, in some ways that we conduct ourselves and like our sense of humor we're we're kind of goofy and so that seemed like a fun opportunity for us to like have some funny content to share and honestly i didn't even know that many people would would pay attention to us specifically out of that video because each video he does in that series has like six or seven songs yeah. from different bands so it, it definitely felt good to see that ours happened to stand out to people and and they liked it unironically. So yeah, it's cool. good that you guys got something out of it. I think helping each other out too also helps. Like, you guys are here with my interview, you know, and I'm trying to support Richmond small business and local bands. And I think it's important that you guys are also trying to do the same thing because oh, yeah. it, it doesn't hurt to help out the little guys because you guys are still learning your, you know, learning your way. And it's good Lots that you guys want to help out other people too. Mm. Cause I mean, I'm trying to build a community and like, I feel like the metal scene could use it. Cause a lot of the times it's not a community 
and I think it's good that everyone, especially this music com- community, they try. They're a little bit different. They they try to be like friends with everybody, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's still a competition. I mean, I think the Richmond music yeah. scene is pretty great. I mean, you know, a lot of people no come out <laughs> come out to support shows. I see a lot of the same people. Um, you know, I don't. We don't really have beef with anyone, which is good. You yeah, know, everyone's usually yeah. pretty chill. They support, you know, like mixed genres. Like, you know, a lot of our favorite bands aren't even like punk or metal necessarily who live around here. But you know, yeah, that's what I think makes it special. Is just you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of like diversity. Yes, and a lot, you know, a, mm-hmm. and a lot of crossover. Yeah, I think we've been lucky to like be able to cross over with the sub scenes in Richmond because yeah. like you've got like Canal Club. What about the Dom scenes? The what scenes? Never mind. Oh, sub and dom. Yeah, like I guess in Richmond, you know, you have like your canal club yeah. scene with like metalcore and mm-hmm. stuff. There's the pop punk scene. A little bit of intersection with those two, I guess. Um, and then like the VCU, like indie rock, garage rock yeah. stuff. And we've like had shots to play with like all of them. And I, I don't know, I, I kind of like. I just like this community a lot. That's that's one yeah. of the things I like about playing with different people, playing different shows, you know, variety of venues, yes. house shows, stuff like that. I like to to kind of it, not just for the experience, yeah. but I feel like as a musician and just as like a friend and a member of the community, I, I like to take away from all those different places and people that I meet. Yeah. And since it's local, you know, if something goes well, if the experience goes well, you probably see them again. So there's yeah. a lot to nurture there. So that, yeah, that's one of the benefits I feel like of not being a genre specific band. I mean, we have screaming, so obviously it somewhat categorizes what we do, but I don't know. Yeah. Sure. So what kind of local bands did you guys like playing with? I'm wearing, How about a, that one? I'm wearing a shirt right now of a band called Half Cast. They're really good. <laughs> yeah, check out their album they put out. Yeah, they like just, a put, few out, weeks they just ago. put out a recent album. That's we played cool. a lot of shows with them, a lot of house shows. We've known them for a while, so yeah. definitely a really cool local band. It's a masterpiece. Um, we went on, on our tour. We went uh, with a band called Asylum Two Thirteen. Um, they're definitely one of our favorite local bands. They're yeah. really good friends of ours. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, awesome, cool. They also have a record that came out probably late twenty twenty one or like earlier this year. That was last year. No, it was earlier this year. Yeah, it came out recently. Yeah, right. So you know, they're a yeah. really cool band. Um, yeah, you know, every every band in Richmond's really good. So yeah, yeah, I know. see that. I mean, would there um, would there be any bands that you would recommend that are in the local scene that you think might you know want to do something like this too, like join the community that we have building here? Like do this podcast. Yeah. Uh, maybe those two bands we just mentioned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Asylum will be a trip. They yeah, are think, hilarious. Yes. Yeah, you guys will love Asylum. They Asylum. exist in their own lane of humor. <laughs> and both of the bands we just mentioned, by the way, are like super creative. Like there's Absolutely. no one that sounds anything like them. That's they're both kind of great. They're both like very genre blending. Yeah. Um so that that's part of how I think we've hit it off so well as friends and creatively. Yeah. And so it's been a good fit to to play with them as frequently as we do, I feel like. 
that's so great that you guys are just trying to you know work together and you know help each other out and promoting everybody like that's that's one thing i love about the scene you guys are all like nice and then like you have some people that you know don't want to venture out and i'm like you guys just have to like richmond's cool like we're all cool we're not gonna like hurt people and yeah we're a metal scene but we're not out to like hurt people i know like some metal bands that actually listen to rap on their spare time like and i'm just like man oh there's a huge crossover with that yeah especially Ara is, I love Ara. I, yeah. It's so good to to hear like someone who's a really solid rapper. Yeah. In <laughs> here in our scene. Like, yeah. I, I love that so much. I like songs. it too. I think I think Ara is pretty great too. So with everything that's going on already, what do you guys have going on in the next uh, few months, maybe the year from now? Well, we just finished recording some songs for an EP. We don't really have anything as far as release dates. Um, so we're probably going to be, you know, figuring some stuff out over the next month or so, try to prepare yeah, I mean, for that. I like, would say it's probably going to be out by the end of this year, beginning of next year, most likely. Yeah. But yeah. We're going to, we're going to like come up with like a real, a release plan and maybe some music videos or media, all that cool stuff. That sounds cool. But yeah, we just finished recording, uh, yeah. just a couple like, weeks, ago, couple weeks right? ago. So mm-hmm. pretty fresh. Super excited to hear that. Oh, some of the music you guys perform, what would be a big influence? You take that one first. Uh, Yeah, like there's a lot of bands that have uh, influenced us. Like, uh, I'm a really big fan of a lot of like early 2000s post hardcore and hardcore punk. Uh, Like, some of my favorite bands are Glass Jaw and uh, Coheed and Cambria. And uh, I would say a lot of people definitely hear that in our music. Yeah. Usually they'll say, oh, you kind of sound like Coheed <laughs> or Last Show. I'm like, yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> uh, you know, people compare us to Dance, Gavin, Dance, which I like as well. I like, yeah, that was uh, a good one. Well, you know, barring the... <laughs> oh, no, controversy. <laughs> no, barring, this no. is topical. Here we go. Just barring the most recent thing with their singer. They've had problems with lots of singers. but uh, This is true. This is, what, their third singer? I, I think so. Um, I've been a fan of that band for a long time. Me too. So, so, yeah, but, uh, yeah, we definitely get compared to them. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of bands like Thursday and At The Drive-In, um, other, like, post-hardcore bands. Yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, from, like, other, like, maybe more metal stuff... I would say maybe like I don't know Avenge Sevenfold. Yeah. Maybe like Under Oath. Yeah. Pretty pretty good names. Uh, is there any others I can mention that are pretty big influences? Um, Everybody well, likes Deftones. Yeah. I love Deftones. Everyone's making it a meme now, and I'm like, oh my god, please stop. <laughs> no, the real meme is Tool. Oh yeah. no, no, I no. Honestly, I like Tool. We I'm can't a big go fan of tool. tool. I like. I, li- tool. I like the Nobody tool. Nobody likes Tool. <laughs> I like tool. I've tried. I don't hate. I I respect, but I've just never. I've never been able. Okay. I just feel like it's 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 math rock, you know. You got to be able to, you know. It's the ultimate math rock. Yeah, you got to be able You're to like. Count to seventeen. Yes. Yeah, I would say as far as influences go, obviously with Devin being like the primary writer, the first album you're going to hear the glass jaw and the coheed probably above everything else yeah. for the most part um and then the songs we've done since i mean devin has written songs on this ep too and and i, I think with this with your vocal style coheed's always going to be a thing that yeah. people identify with the way that you sing and write but these songs are like not as heavy but they're more melodic yeah. they're doing different things dynamically they're like a little bit more technical, but it's not like prog. 
And um, so I don't know. Like, so we're gonna get more dance, Gavin dance comparisons. Well, probably, especially <laughs> on like, a, like Actually, one let's, song. Let's just start but... singing "Hail the Sun" instead. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. The Swan, oh. the Swan Core in general is definitely like on our more yeah, but recent I, songs. That's true. I, I mean, there's. I'd still, you know, just like maybe like Circus Revive. Now we're just like name dropping a million bands, but these are all the bands that we all love and listen to all the time. So. Yeah. So all those bands kind of play in part play a part in uh, the way our music sounds yeah 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 how are you guys able to work so like hard together like we don't work that hard let's just be <laughs> we don't work that hard okay <laughs> I mean we work pretty hard uh, I mean like we I mean like Dylan said we haven't been practicing that much recently it's just yeah. been uh, after we finish recording you know it's nice to take a little break um I mean, we just all love really playing music. I mean, that's just the main thing, yeah. you know, so that's just that's why you're what, here, yeah. That's why I'm here. That's why we're all here. That's what keeps us going is just like, no matter what else is going on, we just love playing bands, playing music, going to shows. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, being in the community, like right now, everything's so tough right now. Everyone's stressed. Everyone's worried, you know, and I think it's great that all of us can like work together. Even when the guys like your distance that you got going on with the band. Yeah, I mean, we're definitely all, like, really good friends, you know? Yeah. We send memes in the group chat, all that good stuff. Y'all do. I'm yeah, so, Dylan doesn't. <laughs> like, a part of my brain that's internet illiterate. So, how is it working uh, Working with Dan from Full, Sol- Full Circle Recording? Um, and what was your fa- favorite part working with him? Um, well, Dylan, you've known Dan forever. Yeah, I met Dan, like... 11 years ago now so I was just a teenager and um yeah I was in the metalcore back at the time he was in a metalcore band and he was like the first person that I discovered yeah. through a show uh that was a producer and like he was already legit then and he's only gotten better since but and he recorded your uh your first uh little CD that you made I did yeah I did a solo EP album yeah. I don't really know what the duration constitutes an album or an EP anymore but so I I recorded some songs with Dan and uh that was like opening Pandora's box for my mind. I didn't know anything about production, like double track a guitar. Why would you do this? Like, like all these things were just foreign to me. And it was, it changed the way I listened to music and thought about music and played music and wrote music forever after meeting him and having that experience. And like for years following that, I always wanted something worth going back to him for. And when we were ready, it was like we gotta we gotta hit up Dan and see if we can do this with him. I mean, yeah, we were like before we recorded that um, album, Violet Teenage Violence. We were we were this was like a coming like right out of like the worst of the pandemic, so we were still like unsure of when yeah. we, we would be able to play shows again or record. Um, and we were looking at a few different places to record, but we ended up going to full circle because Dylan knew Dan, yeah, and, you know, thought it would be a pretty good experience and. Yeah, he's just a really great producer, engineer. Um, he really like likes the music that we play. He's like a fan of this like style, this genre, um, specifically of the bands that we mentioned earlier. Like he's a fan of those bands. Um, and yeah, it was just like really cool because that was like the first thing that we did that was like so professional, so well done, and you know we think it really like captured our sound in a really great way. Um, yeah, I mean it was just like, and you know we went back to him 
for the EP that we just recorded because, you know, we were just like, we got to do it again. Yeah. Part two. As far as the favorite part of that goes, like, I think Dan and I share like a favorite moment where we tracked that part where you were singing into the guitar pickup of my guitar with the like the chorus and delay and stuff. Like, yeah. There's a little video of that on Instagram. So I don't know. Like, it yeah, was- I just, uh, I bit something off of uh, Stone Temple Pilots. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they um in in one of the beginning of one of their songs, he like sings into a um, Scott Weiland sings into like a guitar yeah. pickup. So I, w- I was just kind of messing around at first, just like seeing what it would sound like through Pro Tools, and we were like, you know, let's just put this put this on a, a little interlude. So that was pretty fun. That yeah. sounds cool. Because Dan was like, yeah. never done anything like this before, so it was just like, oh, you know, let's just mess around. Yeah, he's, <laughs> fun to ex- he's he's open to experimentation a little bit, which was fun, you know. Yeah, yeah, he's like a cool like really cool yeah. brother who doesn't beat you up <laughs> and i'm the older brother so i would know <laughs> let's talk more about swan song okay. um what does the song mean to you guys um well i think it's a really cool song dylan wrote the actual like uh song like, yeah. the, like the instrumentation um and i just wrote the words and the lyrics yeah. for this one so as like what it means to us uh I don't know. I mean, it's yeah, we like the song a lot. I I don't. I mean, the song is about you know yeah uh, relationship. So you know that's most you know a lot of our songs <laughs> about that. You know, it's emo. It's sad. It's 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 post hardcore. You know, you gotta sing about girls and boys. <laughs> well, yeah. So so that was um, I think it was like probably the first week of the pandemic. Yeah, And so, you know, I was laid off temporarily from work and a lot of us weren't really used to knowing what to do with our free time cooped up in quarantine. So I just remember waking up one morning and deciding to just record whatever came to mind. And yeah. like, I had no intention behind it. And I was just kind of doing a riff dump that happened to be in the order of everything that became Swan Song. Like, I don't know, it, it, it didn't take a lot of intention yeah. or effort, but... I just wanted to do some riffs. And also, I wasn't worried about how hard it was going to be to play either. I was just like, this is what I want to do right now. And and then next thing I know, like a, a couple days later, like Cameron, because I think I posted it. Like I did like a full demo with just like guitar and like program drums. And, and I, I guess I put it on Instagram. Yeah. And Cameron saw it. Cameron's our, our bassist and Devin's brother. He saw it and then like uploaded an Instagram clip where he just wrote a bass line over it. And at that point, we're like, okay, I guess this is going to be a fellowship song now. And and it was weird because, like, you know, I wasn't, I hadn't written a song from the beginning yeah. for this band before that. Um, so the fact that, like, it, it kind of fit in appropriately with what we do mm-hmm. as well as serving, I feel like that, that song's kind of a, a transition point to the direction of the other songs that we just recorded that are going to come out next. Um and then another thing about influences, just real quick, because obviously Devin mentioned a lot of the main influences, and yeah. we have overlap for that. But I kind of have my own influences with like the the modern instrumental guitar scene, yeah. with Polyphia and yep. and bands like that. Um, so animals was, as leaders, yeah, I would say them, but <laughs> as obsessed with animals as leaders as I am, I can't say they've ever been yeah. an influence on my playing because I've never even attempted to try to replicate anything like that. But Polyphia, for sure. That was like a big influence on some of the riffs in, in Swan Song. Yeah, I think it's a cool song because, yeah, it's like the first one that, I feel like first full song that 
that another member wrote and it was more like collaboration yeah. on that one yeah it's just really fun to play so you all again. dylan is also part of another band what is your other band called Lokius. Lokius. that's one that gets mispronounced all the time <laughs> so yeah we met Lokius before dylan was yeah. in the band at a battle of the bands um, in northern <laughs> virginia so yeah and, and then, that's how he joined yeah um, we're more of a, a hard rock band. I know hard rock is so generic. I've never known butt rock. Butt rock band. No. Nothing but rock. One oh two point one. But yeah, it's it, it's um, we 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 have played some shows together. Obviously, like Devin said, that's how I met them. Yeah. Um, genre wise, Locus is definitely a bit different. Um, I guess like you, you might hear more of like a Foo Fighters kind of sound mixed with like classic rock, and then the new stuff we're working on, I guess, has a little more. I don't know, Queens of the Stone Age, Arctic Monkeys, yeah, those kinds of influences going into it. I think we got a lot going mic. on. Um, a lot of good things we talked about today. Like, I think it was great. You guys are great. Uh, honestly, you. I would love You're to guy, let, <laughs> love to have you back, Dylan. Why don't you tell us about the time you met Tosin? Yeah, you? let's let's hear I'm, about that I one. I met Tosin. Okay, so <laughs> so last year. I got to go to this awesome guitar camp uh, hosted by John Petrucci in Anaheim, California. Um, Definitely one of the coolest things I've ever gotten to to do. And um, yeah, the last night of the camp, it was just like a party. It was actually, it was Jason Richardson's birthday who, I don't know how I haven't haven't mentioned him. That's like one of my favorite players of all time. He's a big influence. Yeah, we played a show Um, with Jason. Yeah, we opened for Jason. That was fun. I've met him a bunch of times, luckily, through going to shows, through playing with him, and then seeing him all throughout that week. But yeah, like the last night of that camp, it was his birthday, so they were kind of throwing a party, and it was just like the, you know, John Petrucci and and Tosin Abasi and all these, you know, guitar idols just coming together along with the the attendees of the camp. And yeah, we're just by the bar. Tosin happened to walk up where I was, and, and we were having some beers and talking about music and life and it was really cool like it it mortalized him you know no it was it was really fun uh he he was a very giving person to to spend that much time and 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 just to have casual conversation it kind of helped to have a couple of beers and not be in like anxious fanboy mode um so no, it was super fun. And okay, one thing I want to talk about, because I, I never thought I'd be able to relate to someone of his stature, but one thing we talked about was like Instagram guitar content and kind of like yeah. where that culture is now with the polish of, of videos and production that goes into it yes. versus just what I typically do. Most of the time you throw your phone up and hit record and it's just what you sound like in the room with a shitty or basic yeah. like camera angle. Um, and, and like, he kind of revealed that like, that's what he used to do like a little bit on Instagram at one point. But then when he kind of saw the shift to more polished content and other modern players who learned a lot of what they do from him, oddly enough, but like, you know, the, the, the presentation changed, the editing of the audio changed. Like a lot of times you're looking at clips of people that are miming, which I'm not going to say anything bad about that, but you know, like yeah. the standards have changed and evolved and he was feeling like he didn't fit in with that anymore. And nobody wanted to see just a guy in a room noodling, improvising, maybe even making a flub, like a little mistake or two. And I was like, but dude, like you're Tosin Abasi. We want to hear you just do Tosin. Yeah. We don't need to hear you or see yeah. you follow uh, a TikTok trend or 
have the super polished, yeah, completely well focused, well lit, like shot and you know direct audio with a backing track like you just nobody wants to see that from no. you they just want to see Tosin being Tosin and he's like okay yeah you're probably right and like <laughs> I, and like a couple of days later he went back to doing those videos yeah. for a short time so i like to think i had something to yeah. do with that maybe gave him a little bit of therapy yes yes i mean that's great you want you want people to you know follow you guys you know oh, the gosh. cults yes <laughs> um i think it's great that oh, you gosh. um you know you have this great person standing in front of you and you're like dude you're just a person you know yeah you guys are people yeah and he's also a lot yeah. shorter in person him and john patrick yeah, don't call him out like that. And, no, it's just all of them i imagine you you only see yeah. them in videos and on stage and all of them in person are like, you know have you ever, have you guys ever listened short, to like short kings Matt? rise up I saw I saw Godsmack live and I was like, oh, he's his voice. Oh my yeah. goodness, he's so tall. And I saw him and I was like, oh my god, he's so short. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, once good. you see them off stage in person, you'd yeah. be amazed. Like, and that's just I think that's. But honestly, the shortest people have you know the the hardcore uh, set list. Oh yeah, right? no, I'm not hating on short people. I just wanted to make a Dylan, point. Dylan, you're like what? You're like six feet, right? Like five. You're about the same height. I think I'm just. I think I'm like five nine. I think. Really? Yeah. I think I'm like five eleven. <laughs> There's no way we're about the same height. Well, yeah, I guess you're right. All right, maybe I'm a little taller than that, but <laughs> yeah. if you're below five nine, no, it's not good. Not looking good. Well, damn. I'm just joking. He's calling out short people on the podcast. Yeah, jeez. I'm pretty short. No, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, Godsmack. Godsmack. Yeah, no way. Like I was not expecting that. Okay, cool. <laughs> so what's the one song they did for uh voodoo no there's the, i'm thinking of a different one they did one for like the, uh, the rock that movie with the rock they did one for uh the scorpion king yeah, the scorpion king oh really <laughs> yeah yeah the one with like the really bad cgi i don't you know, know if I, <laughs> I, I remember in the mummy returns when the rock was the scorpion king at the end yeah. and it looked like some ps2 yeah uh, he had a spin-off movie yeah that I was that, that was the one. first like universe like movie universe oh ever. Yes, you're right yeah, yeah. And they tried the, to the do it again didn't universe. they because they had the the Tom yeah they had Cruise the money yeah and then i guess they stopped after that like, it was supposed to be like the monster like the monster chronicles like frankenstein yeah. and all that but oh, no one liked it frankenstein one too didn't they, they were going to but then the mommy didn't do the newest mommy didn't do good so now they can't create another one they were do, trying to do like yeah. jackal and hide and Not like everything needs to be a universe yeah, you, you can just make a good self. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, that. but no one's really done the monsters like that. Well, the like monsters. the Wolfman, they did like Wolfman, but like, yeah. One of the new songs that will be written is about a werewolf. Really? That's, right. yeah. That's dope. That's all. I'm you want to? You want to talk about that? No, it's all no. I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of coming. It's not, out. It's not out yet. It's we not haven't yet. even. I think this is true. I don't think all five of us have played it together yet. I think yeah. the most of people that play it together so far is four. And that's yeah. a new thing for us because like we've recorded it and everything. And Yeah, when we recorded the first <laughs> album, we were, we were like hammering those songs a lot, like a lot. And this one, not as much. We just kind of like learned them basically and just like hammered everything out in the studio. But it went yeah. totally fine. This was very All these guys are sure. great players. Oh, shucks. Yeah. 
Sometimes you don't feel like right. it when you got to record little pieces at a time, but you know, <laughs> yeah, especially when we a haven't peak, had that's as a long peak time. behind the curtain. Yeah, we just record yeah. one note at a time. Yep. Yeah, no. yeah, not, <laughs> not quite that level. <laughs> not quite on that level of it, but yeah, gotta gotta get it clean somehow. Especially if uh, you haven't been playing the songs for all that long, and yeah. you're still figuring. Well, out I can't everything. wait to hear it. I think that's pretty exciting. You know, yeah, well, you know, we're gonna plan like an album, an EP release show, and all that good stuff. So yes, but we don't have anything to announce right now because we literally just stopped. We got nothing recording. for you. So sorry, no scoops. I think no, that was nope. a scoop. We got a scoop. <laughs> <laughs> we are playing a show in Pennsylvania, though. I don't know if this is going to be out by uh, the time we play that show. But is that ju- next weekend? Yes, yeah, yeah. July 23rd. We'll be playing uh, in Irving, Pennsylvania. So uh, if exciting. this is after July 23rd, 2022, then sorry. <laughs> missed it. <laughs> well, thanks uh, thanks for being here. I'm super excited to hear you guys talk about the, the band. So Thank you. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having us. Thanks for having yeah, us. Um, you want to go ahead and uh, tell everyone where to follow you at? Yeah, um, you can follow us all the social media. Yeah. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. They're all at Followship Band. Uh, we also have a YouTube also at Followship Band where you can find our music videos, yeah. covers, all that cool stuff. Um, yeah, and then you can, you know, follow us on our personal accounts if you really want to, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're funny. Have, heaven Datcher, the spinnerism for you. Yeah, right? uh, and yeah, then yeah, and then Dylan's... Shredwords now. Dylan Shredward. <laughs> Do somebody call me, um, so I was at a gig last night, someone called me Shredsworth, and I'm like, Shredsworth. I kind of want to change it to that, that sounds more That's actually, actually really funny, you should, you should. Yeah. yeah okay, it's not drill, D- Dylan Shred, Shredsworth. Shredsworth. Dylan Shredsworth. You heard it here. <laughs> yeah, so all that, all that cool stuff, um... Thank you. Yeah. All of our music's on Spotify, Apple Music, yeah. iTunes, uh, I don't know, Deezer. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot that existed. Uh, <laughs> whatever <laughs> whatever DistroKid picks as the yeah. story. Every, every streaming too. service we are on. Okay, cool. This is Taze Green Life. You can find me on YouTube um, with Dylan and Devin. Bye, guys. Bye.